Welcome to the Highest and Best Podcast, episode number one with Erica Kolika and Stevie Hahn. We're here. Finally. We've been talking about doing a podcast for so long, and it's really exciting to finally be doing our first episode. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) We don't know what we're doing, but that's okay. You guys are along with us for the ride. For the journey. (laughs) So... The journey, I know, right? So we're just going to start by introducing ourselves and telling you guys a little bit about how we met, how we how we got here. Um, you want to start, Steve? Yeah, well, you and I basically got on Clubhouse together when Clubhouse was the hot thing to be on, right? I don't. We were talking about it the other day. I don't think anyone's on Clubhouse anymore, but that's how we met no. with two other awesome or three other agents. It was five total, I think. Um, and yeah, there were five of us. Yeah, and we were doing it every single Monday. We had different topics. People were coming on. They were asking questions. It reminded me a lot of the mastermind call that I was doing every single week um, for over a year and a half. And just like, I love showing up for other agents, answering questions. And you did too. And, um, you know, we kind of just got on the phone one day you know, months after Clubhouse, right? And had this idea. We both got so excited about it. And it's just another great way for us to show up, help other real estate agents, you know, providing free content. And I just love the community aspect of it. It's so great. Totally. It's so nice to just be able to share ideas with people that are like-minded and, you know, don't look at you like you're insane, which you know, in my offices, some of them I've worked in, I've had ideas and people look at me like, oh, what are you crazy? Right. Um, But I think, you know, we're all here. We're all similar. And, you know, we do things at work, which is really cool. And, you know, we're willing to share. So yeah, we, um, after we hit it off on Clubhouse, we just always kept in touch and we never met in person. We just thought this is, we've we've never never met met in person. person. There's going to be a day. (laughs) Which is insane. But one day. Um, welcome to 2021. I know, right? <laughs> What's that? One day we'll meet in person. <laughs> oh, it'll be so much fun. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's why we're here. And we are just excited to be yeah. here. So, so um, about you. I'll give you a- I'm so curious to know, like, how long have you been in the business? What got you into the business? That's a good question. I actually like fell into it, believe it or not. So um, I've been in real estate sales since I was about 17 years old. My best friend's dad was a builder developer and was kind enough to offer me an opportunity to sit in his open houses of his new construction homes. And, you know, I was unlicensed. I was under 18. And so I would just literally open the door for people and let them in. And, um, for every house that I like sold or like I gave him the lead and like they would close it, he would give me a thousand dollars. And these are like half million dollars. Well, homes. and when you're 17, so, isn't a thousand dollars so much? So much money. And I was like, I'm like, wow, there's like 20 houses in this subdivision. Like I can make $20,000 or $10,000 yeah. on top of my hourly. So I um I got really bit by the real estate bug at that point because I I just became sort of obsessed with it. I went and I um I drained my little bank account. I had like 500 bucks yeah. in it. And I went and bought every book at Borders books of like how to sell real estate, like how to, you know, 
do all that stuff. And so people would walk in and I would just read from these scripts that I had memorized. Like, how are you working with an agent? How long have you been looking? Where's your current home? Like, and I, at like 17 years old, like, and they braces on, they're like, who is this person? Oh, that's so um, good. So yeah, that's where it started. And then, um, you know, I went to college. I studied fashion merchandising in San Francisco and I actually missed real estate. So I did the unthinkable and I dropped out of college at 21 years old in 2004. And everyone's like, you're crazy. What are you doing? You're never going to make money. Yeah, because at that time, you know, this was like there wasn't a like entrepreneurship wasn't a really like cool thing. You know, it was like like the thing to do what your parents wanted you to do was go to college. Right. Get the benefits. Get the retirement. Right. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, you were a big fat loser if you did not go to college. And I just knew my passion was within real Mm -hmm. estate. And so it didn't, you know, I I was paying for my own college. I was getting like into so much debt. And I'm like, this just doesn't make sense. I can go sell houses and not have any debt. And that's what I did at 22. What a blessing (laughs) to be able to get into it so young. Because I'm always thinking like, oh, I wish I would have started so much earlier. But I truly believe everything happens for a reason and timing and yada, yada. So, (laughs) Yeah. So when did you start? Um, I had technically got licensed and it's been like almost seven years now. But I didn't do anything with it for years. Um, And I basically was, before I got my license, I was working several jobs. And um, one of my jobs, like, people that I was working with, they were so passionate about it. And I always felt like I always had good work ethic. I always worked since I was young. I always had multiple jobs, but I was like, I want to be like that. I want to be excited and passionate about my job. But what I was doing, I, I wasn't excited about it. And so I knew in order to figure it out, to figure out what it was that I was passionate about, I need to try new things. So I decided to get my real estate license, Merely just to like learn about it. I was intrigued, um, but I never thought I would do real estate full time, kind of where I was mentally. I was just, I had no self-confidence. Like I feel so sad saying that now, wow. but I'm like, I, I really didn't, didn't think that I was capable or smart enough or knew enough people or all those things. So I didn't do anything with it for a while. Um, and then finally, once I got started, I, I couldn't stop. You were unstoppable for obvious reasons, right? You well, and I think like that's a lot of the secret sauce, right? Is just being able to like to do, right? A lot of people don't follow yeah. up, they don't answer their or, phone, they you know I feel uh, like I just yeah. didn't know what to do. And now I feel yeah. like there's so much more training and there's so much more online. There's so much free content, you know, with podcasts and I was doing the mastermind and I was like, gosh, I wish I knew about stuff like that when I first got started, um, especially the free stuff because I had no money. So I was like, it's, it's been so helpful for me even years later to do things like this and connect with people. It gets you fired up and you, you learn new things. And I, I just really wish I had that, um, in the beginning. Well, yeah, it's okay because you're here now. I figured it out. So (laughs) You know, yeah, you know, just watching you grow, though, I mean, in such a short amount of time, really, since we've connected online has been really cool. You you just, you know, when I see your content and your videos, it just, it shines through you, like, that you love what you do and that, you know, you're reliable and trustworthy. And I think that 
you know, that stuff all really matters. And that's, you know, why both you and I are able to close deals from Instagram every day. Right. Um, you said something that really, um, like struck me is in the beginning, you didn't have Mm -hmm. confidence and that like, I'm telling you right now, if they say like fake it till you make Mm -hmm. it right. Like (laughs) it's, that that is the difference sometimes between like right because once you start to get mm-hmm. your legs and you close one deal and you close another and you get a referral like you just you can go from like yeah. here to here right like very quickly and um i think you know for newer agents just like practi- pra- practicing how do i hmm, not practicing but yeah faking it or whatever just you know kind of getting that confidence is just so important. Well, when know? I first started, I, d- I didn't um, have the confidence to like read, you know, all the training is like, reach out to your sphere and your friends and your family. And and I should have done that, but I didn't, I didn't do that. And so I was all about meeting new people and meeting people who didn't know that I was brand new and I hadn't had a closing before. Like I felt more confident with that. So I was doing, I was all about putting on events and open houses. I would do three open houses a weekend, two on Saturday, one on Sunday. And I felt like, you know, with the fake it to the make it, it was like when these people came in, they didn't know that I was brand new. And I remember my first actual showing, gosh, I was so nervous. I went to that house 30 minutes in advance. I went through every room and I was like, what are they going to ask me? I was so worried about the questions because I didn't want them to know that I was brand new. And I didn't want to be like, I don't know. And I even was researching the HOA covenant and restrictions. Like I was so nervous that they were going to ask me something about the HOA. And now I'm like, I get there right at the showing. If they ask me something, I just say, you know, good question. I'm not sure, but I will get you an answer very, very quickly. Um, I just feel like you overanalyze it so much, right? Totally. I did the same. It's funny. I'm laughing because I used to do the same thing. Like I remember I would actually, I would go and look at these houses before, right? I would do the tour on my own, take notes on like an MLS listing ticket in my car, And then go, you know, just so that, like you said, so that you could be ready to answer, you know, at, I was 22 years old, 23, like at any, oh, sure. Yes. I know that. And it right. So we didn't, I didn't look stupid, but, um, totally. So, well, that's great. Okay. <laughs> um, Okay, so let's tell everybody where they can follow us on Instagram because that is a huge place where we get business and where we do connect with other real estate agents. So mine is at sold by Stevie. And yours? Yes. And mine is at Meet Erica, M-E-E-T-E-R-I-C-A, Meet Erica. And, you know, that, those are two brands right there, right? You know, so that's another thing is your handle is like your brand, which we'll get into that in another episode, I'm sure. What I really love about working with Chris Kemp is that he literally will reply to messages and emails from my clients and I in real time. And that's so important because when you're in a multiple offer situation and you're getting ready to put that offer in and your client wants to know how much their monthly payment is or can they afford that $30,000 over asking that you know they need to write in order to secure the deal, he will literally get right back to you or someone from his team will get right back to you and get your questions answered. He's been in residential lending now for about 21 years and he has been just so supportive of everything that 
me and my team have done. And I just see them support other agents by, you know, having luncheons or supporting their open houses um, and all those ways too, which is also really cool. Um, his annual production, you guys, is crazy impressive. He's one of the best in the country at $123 million in loan volume every year with 468 single transactions. Like, holy shit, that's crazy. Hashtag goals, right? Um, so if you guys are looking for a residential lender, Chris Kemp's your guy. He's with Flagstar Bank. He's in the metro Detroit area, but can do a loan anywhere in the country. Follow him on Instagram. It's Chris Kemp at Flagstar Bank. Um, and yeah, just tell him highest and best sent you. I'm going to ask you this question because I, I just love it. Like what is in your bag or what is in your trunk? <laughs> like what are your, what things do you have that get you Yeah. So day? my trunk, I have a lot of the essentials, like multiple lock boxes. I have signs and I even have the riders in my car because you just never know when you want to take a photo of like under contract or just sold. So I have those in there. Um, and I have, it's a smaller one, but it's a tripod that's just easy to travel with because I have another one that's like so bulky and I just leave at the house. But I have one that I travel with um, and people are always asking like, who takes your photos? I'm like, my tripod. <laughs> um, yeah, and then usually my laptop, notebook, and then my buyer's guides because anytime someone mentions buying a house and I'm like, oh, okay, I got you. Let me just give you this free value, this free information. I feel like it's such a great way to not be salesy. I'm just like, here, you know, do you know about the upfront costs with buying? They're usually like, no. And how much, do you know how much an inspection is? They have no idea if they've never bought a house before and you're just giving them something for free. Um, people love that, especially when you have it ready in your trunk. So I always keep them, keep them with me. That's awesome. And you, those are available on yes, Etsy, right? Yes, I sell those on Etsy. Don't you sell those? Yeah, my buyer yeah. guide, my seller cool. guide. Everyone can customize them on Canva. I've been selling them for years. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know what? It's such an easy thing, right? To just yeah. keep on you and have that. I've never actually seen anyone have that myself personally. So, you know, that's like the yeah. added bonus. That's great. What's um, in your trunk? Very cool. Oh gosh. Uh, well, all of what you mentioned. Okay. And I, I do not leave my house without a protein oh. shake. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I have these like vegan protein shakes that I love that like, you know, cause sometimes we're like in our car yeah. for, you know, like eight hours in the day and, you know, I don't want to make an unhealthy yeah, choice. Absolutely. So. I'm always bringing snacks and, I, and things with. So what, I what know. brand is the protein shake? Oh my goodness. You're going to laugh. What? It's in my car right now. <laughs> I'll have to say okay. in the next one. Um, I literally don't know. I know what it looks like. I get them okay. off Amazon and they just have like everything in it that you need and they don't taste yeah. like shit Do you either. Just mix it with That's water the good part. or. So yeah, it's just like, it comes prepared. Oh, okay, so it. you just yes. drink it. And then I have a banana on me. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm such a health freak because like, you know, otherwise you'll, I'm either like one side yeah. of the spectrum or the other, like I'm either health freak or you'll find me like in a drive-thru at Culver's, like e eating a burger with nothing on it. Like, yeah. and that's it. Like so embarrassing, but you I'm, know. I'm the same way. I always like bringing, bringing stuff with me and not having to stop because I'll make an unhealthy choice. Exactly. 
<laughs> like, um, what else yeah. is in my bag? Notebook, lip gloss. I cannot live without lip gloss. Like I have to have lip gloss at same. all times. And I, I have like the <laughs> Those same color, like five variations of the same shade. And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh yeah. Why? Yeah. Right. Um, too funny. Well, good. So. Oh, oh so we didn't, we didn't tell people what market <laughs> we're in. Like, oh my God, you guys. <laughs> I'm awkward. I just want to like give this disclaimer. So when I make awkward pauses and shit, it's because no I'm one awkward. Knows. No one so, will know. Um, I'm just going to announce it so that they all know. Um, yeah. So what did you just oh, say? Um, the market that we're in. That. So I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. It's Northeast yes. Florida and service, servicing Jacksonville, St. Augustine and Ponte Vedra Beach. Awesome. And I am in Metro Detroit. I live in downtown Detroit, so I service within anywhere two hours of downtown Detroit. So Oakland County, Wayne County, Macomb. Um, Have you always yeah, been there? So, yeah, you know, I I actually grew up in the city, um, and then we moved to the suburbs. Um, you know, when I was gosh, like eight yeah. or something, and then I just we, my husband and I, have lived downtown for like mm-hmm. eight years now. So. We're just city yeah. dwellers. Like we just love the diversity and you know the activity, the sports. So, are you in a condo downtown or a town? Okay. Yeah, we are in a. Yeah, we're in a oh, townhome cool. um, in an area called Brush Park, and yeah, it's just it's really fun. We have a little dog. His name's Jagger. He's a ten pound Yorkie Maltese. Oh, cute! I know you have a little dog too. Yes, right? little Goldie. <laughs> She's adorable. How old She's is nine. she? Nine. Yeah. Nine. And, and, uh, awesome. she's a chihuahua, but she's a cool chihuahua. I actually ran into a vet the other day and I was asking her, I'm like, how long do chihuahuas live? And, um, I was, you know, talking about Goldie. And, um, when I told her she was a chihuahua, she was like, Oh, like everyone always gives that face. Like, Oh, you have a chihuahua. Cool. And I'm like, no, no, she's a cool chihuahua. She doesn't bark. She's like, calm she's one. so calm. She's so chill. And anytime someone meets her, they're like, this is a chihuahua. What? Mine's insane. He's a Yorkie and he's just nuts, like barking yeah. all the time. So, and he's eight. Uh, they're around the same age. <laughs> Do you ever take your dog on showings or anything or um, like, do you leave I only have a couple her? times, but I'm like, usually I'm stopping in at multiple places when I go, when I'm going out and it's like, well, if it's a store, I don't want to bring her inside. Although I'm sure no one would really say anything, but I don't, I don't usually bring her with me. Totally. Um, so what is your favorite thing about being a realtor? My favorite thing about being a realtor, I love meeting new yeah. people all day, every day. Like you never know what you're going it's to so get. Different. You really never know what I, you're going to get. Yeah, <laughs> literally like the good, the bad, the in-between, yeah. um, you know, because I get really bored Same. easily. So um, just, you know, waking up and not knowing where the day is going to take me that and, and just, you know, meeting all these people like and some some are really great that are like mm-hmm. amazing. And then some are yeah. really not so amazing. The part you know? of like every day is so, so different and you don't know what you're waking up to. Like, like that really excites me, but also scares me at the same time. I'm like, wait, what's going to happen though? Oh. <laughs> you know, right. Like today, yeah. right here we are filming. So we both have, have had this in our calendar, you know, yeah. for a long time. And 
Um, we've had fires to put out the yes. past 24 I hours, had, both I of us. I had done a very extensive repair request from a buyer on my listing that we have to dive into whenever we're done with this. And then I found out late afternoon that one of my deals, the, the condo had denied them for X reason. And I'm like, what? We're supposed to close on Friday and my buyer is closing oh on God. their house. So it's like lots of fires to put out. You just never know. <laughs> no, it's, and that's, I mean, it's, and it's good yeah. and it's bad, right? But <laughs> like, we're all about yeah, figuring I had, out solutions and we will, and we will keep these deals yeah. going. Exactly. Yeah. You just, and that's the thing too, like, is you just yeah. keep going. Like you, you just don't, yeah. don't ever, you know, like I have a seller right now who's like, well, you know, he's lived mm -hmm. in this house for 30 years. So he's, he's talk about oh, attached. Yeah. There's no one more attached than this seller. He's every day calls me, well, you know, if this inspection doesn't work out, I, you know, I'll just wait till next year. I heard prices are going to be higher. You know, yeah. it's, and we're literally like, we're at a record sales price right now and knock on wood, we get the appraisal mm -hmm. back. But um, yeah, you know, so it's just, you just have to keep them hopeful and on track yeah. and you know, Hey, that's okay. It's up to you, but one step at a time and we'll, yeah. we'll get for, there. For a while though, like when so. problems would arise, like I would freak out, stress so much, couldn't sleep. And now it's like, let's just figure out the solution. There's only, I hate not being able to control things, right? Like I'm sure we all wish that we could control yeah. everything in the transaction, but we can't. And sometimes things are out of our control and you know, there isn't a fix, but I'm like, I will exhaust all options to try to figure it out, you know? But absolutely. That's what we do. <laughs> that is what we do. And, you know, some of my favorite things are like there, there are so many satisfying moments, you know, you know, closing day, getting that seller, you know, maybe they were a lot of times like it isn't a happy time for a buyer or a seller. Right. Like there's a death or a divorce or, you know, all these different scenarios. Um, but to be able to help someone through might be like the hardest time that they've ever gone through in their life and to be there for them is just really satisfying and and rewarding um and then also you know getting listing appointments and i love leaving a buyer consult when a buyer you know they come in so shy and like kind of timid i feel like they're like yeah. oh god we got to go meet this realtor they're probably going to be so salesy and i can just see like their walls up it's the same with like an open house um and then i love like just being myself. And then once they leave, I can see like they're laughing, their walls are down and then they're excited. And I'm like, Oh, that just makes me so excited. And then you like get a friend afterwards. Yeah. I know it, it, it's totally yeah. right on it. What, you know, well, and with buyers it being so difficult for them to get homes right now too, you go through Gosh. this journey of like, them falling in love and you telling don't fall in love yet like just wait right 100%. <laughs> and that whole you know whole thing is just interesting right like I have a guy right now he's an engineer um which you know engineers are a little more and I'm a crazy you know I'm crossing every t and dotting every i personally but he, he, he and his wife have been erratically sending me text messages every day and I'm like I had to call him I'm like you know what it's you're going to find a house it's been five wow. days like let's keep a google spreadsheet yeah. and then you update it I'll update it we'll make our comments and you know you're going to find one in the next 30 days to two months 100 percent. so yeah just giving them that assurance right because there's this like panic that sets in when there's no mm -hmm. inventory of like 
oh my God, like I can't find a house. Right. So then they start like panic buying almost totally. like, like people are panic buying toilet paper and stuff right now. Sometimes. But, um, yeah, it's like this panic real estate shopping. What, um, is like, your least favorite thing about being a realtor? It's <laughs> my least favorite thing. Um, gosh, you know, it's, so as much as I love the dynamic, you don't know what you're going to get. I can also hate yeah. that sometimes because, right, sometimes you are in a wedding, you oh, have a personal event, yeah. you you know what I mean? And like you you have to yeah. detach. And then I, I go through this like guilt of like, you know, that's not mm-hmm. their fault that I'm doing this. Like, and so I can never, it's been, well, I don't want to say never because I'm working on it. Like it's been challenging for me to be in my life's moments and enjoy my, you know, my life sometimes when there's things going on, you know, with work, but yeah. And just, you know, for me, it's been learning to create boundaries too, and just, you know, not be stressed all the time. I know. How do you, everything. how do you not stress about it? Oh, I stress about it. <laughs> just ask my husband. <laughs> you know, I got that weighted blanket at night, Ooh. you know, I put that on, I spray some lavender spray on my bed, like blackout room. No, like I definitely have my Zen I- that like, my room is like a hotel. I love that. Like, I love my weighted be- blanket. Bedroom. Love it. Yes. Life-saving. Um, yeah, I guess probably my least favorite thing is like tough conversations. Like yesterday when I found out that the condo had declined um, this for my buyer, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to call him right now and tell him this. And his his house is packed, supposed to be signing tomorrow on his primary, closing on Friday. And I'm just like, all right, I got to make this call, you know, and like making that call is like gut wrenching. But, you know, I just, I, I guess at that time I, I hated doing it, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to show him that I'm figuring it out. Here's my options. I just wanted to be open with him on what was going on um, and that I was, that I was working on it. That's all you can do. Yeah, it's 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 a matter of fact, right? You're just delivering yeah. the facts over, and you know you can't sit on that either. You've got to yes. act on it, even when you don't want to make that call, yeah. right? So yeah, that is super even, difficult. Um, gosh, I feel like we just have we're gonna always be talking real estate stories, but that's the beauty behind the podcast. I yeah. love hearing <laughs> other agent stories. Plus, you can just learn so much with Same. the situation, how they handled it. But I had um, an appraisal done on my listing last week, and we're like, okay, great. And my TC's following up. Hey, what's the result? What's the result? And we found out that the appraiser wasn't able to find comps and reached out because it's in a new construction neighborhood reached out to the builder wasn't able to get a hold of anybody and decided to just drop the appraisal and assign it to someone else and I was like what and I'm like well what about the comps I gave them like I gave them comps that were comparable so I I never had that happen before and we're trying to communicate with the lender and he's just like you know it's a third party we we immediately ordered a new one but now that we had to order a new one now closing is delayed so I had to make that call this morning too. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> oh my god, uh, yeah. And so there's so many things too that are like out of our control yeah. that you can't even imagine that might yeah. even and pop you know, up. Like you, some, you know, some just, clients are understanding and they get it and they realize that it is out of our control. But you know, some clients are like no, it has to close or they're going to pay me or they start acting crazy, you know, and they're all stressed out. And I'm like, I get it. I get that this isn't the 
outcome we all wanted. We're all upset about it, but you know, we're trying to expedite the appraisal, but that's the best that we can do, you know? It is what it it's, is it's, at that point. It's so great yeah. that it's an awesome seller's market, but then, you know, that keeps the appraisers super busy and overwhelmed. And so this might happen with the effect of being in a seller's market. So pros and cons to everything, right? Totally. Um, well. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> gosh. Um, so I think any anything else we want to add on intros? I mean, I think we're... I- Good. Um, I think we're good. I'm so excited to dive in because we have so many different topic ideas. And yeah, let's just wrap this one up, put a pretty bow on it, and see you guys on the next one. Yeah, see you guys on the next one. And don't forget to follow Highest and Best on Instagram. Yeah. Questions that you want to hear answered, whatever, DM us. We're listening. Yeah, we would love to. See you next episode. All right, bye, guys. I'm so bad. Bye.